1: Shalom, are you a testimony? Let's look at that question and then answer this week, right? Let's begin though with prayer. Avinu Malkinu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and honor you. We worship you, Lord. And our heart continues to go out to the Ukraine for the people there, Lord. I pray in the name of Yeshua that you would pour out your spirit there. I I pray that this war would end and the people of Russia and the people of Ukraine would be able to live side by side in harmony. So, Father, minister in a tremendous way. Lord, and I pray for the rest of the world, Father, as there's just a lot of things going on, and I pray for our government to know how to react to the things of this world and the things in our own country. So please be with President Biden and the Congress and the Supreme Court, and let them be appropriate. Let them know you. We pray that they would all have a Damascus Road experience with you. We pray that you would touch them and lead them and guide them. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for supporting us uh, with your prayers, emails, letters, and finances. I want to mention to you, you can hear our, uh, my messages at heartofmessiah.org. If you would like to Attend our Passover Seder, our congregational one. Actually, there are a number of them going on, coming up. Uh, So you can pick the one you'd like and the place, because we have different locations. So go to our website, shoresh, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org, and register. It's very simple to do. And if you have any questions, feel free to call our office at eight one eight one three eight three one five six seven three or you can always email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Before we get started today with today's teachings, let me read what I believe is an important letter that I sent out to our congregation and the friends of our congregation. And, and please give my thoughts consideration. So I said, Shalom Mishpacha, which means peace and hello, family. I know that many of you share my heart for the people of Ukraine. You have been very gracious. And we have sent out $20,000 through Rabbi David Schneier to the Messianic congregations in the Ukraine. They are extremely grateful. Today, I personally gave an additional $500 to Shuresh David for Ukraine, which has brought our total that we've collected up to $22,250. So we've we will send another $10,000 this week to Rabbi Stuart Winograd, who is at the Ukraine border. I pray that more of you will give or give again to help us accomplish this effort. Here is what Rabbi Stuart wrote to me a couple days ago. Shalom, Steve. We are now in Chevnovsky. Uh, Ukraine, helping two Messianic Jewish congregations that turn themselves into refugee centers overnight. They are serving in their centers about 100 women, children, and elderly, and more people are fleeing from hot spots of war every day. We have also helped financially more than 50 Messianic leaders and Christian pastors throughout the Ukraine who are helping hundreds others in their cities God has enabled us also to purchase 3 vans to transport food and medicine to places like Mykolaiv where it's almost impossible to find it in the stores and to um to evacuate women children and elderly from the war torn cities Sadly, the needs continue to increase, and there are so, so many hurting and desperate people. If you are still inclined to raise 10000 for our efforts, we will definitely be able to put it to good use. Let me know. Blessing, Stuart. So you have to understand that Stuart's a personal friend of mine, and, um, and, and so I know what he's saying is true. And then he says, by the way, I know many of you love New Jerusalem Band. That was a band that came out of Russia in the 90s uh, that did Messianic-type music. Vadim, the keyboardist, is now a pastor in Kiev. Yesterday, we met one of his sons along with his wife and young baby. Fifteen members of Vadim's family have fled, including with a newborn baby, Uh, Born a week before the war began and she spent much time with her newborn uh, in bomb shelters before fleeing. Vadim and his wife have stayed behind to help people in Kiev. Then I got another email when I told him that uh, we were sending him $10,000. He immediately wrote back, we were just in Chernovsky and there are so many needs being reported throughout Ukraine. It's overwhelming, and the needs keep growing for food and medicine. These funds will be such a blessing. I will forward you an email on how to make a bank transfer. On behalf of all of our Ukrainian brothers and sisters in the Lord and all others that will be helped, please give a big thanks to those who gave. And thank you. So, if you would like to give, um, because we're still uh, collecting money, um, go to shereshtavid.org, click on contributions, and then it'll say Ukraine Congregation, and then uh, fill out payment information. Or you can send us a check or call our office at 813 831 5673. If that's easier for you, just call us, okay? 813 I'm not used to sending long emails. However, in this case, it is my pleasure. I want you to know how much the Sharesh David family can do to bless others. In this case, the need in Ukraine is unimaginable. I thank the Lord that we can be able to help. For many of you, this is a great sacrifice. However, I believe the Lord will honor it. May God richly bless you. So that was the end of my letter. If you haven't given to help the people of Ukraine or you'd like to give more, please do it as soon as possible. There is not much we can do to help the people of Ukraine except pray and give money. I pray you will do both. Yesterday, I got an email from a pastor who said he saw my letter and is sending us $5,000 for the people of Ukraine. Are your churches giving? There is a real need in Ukraine. Please help. Sorry, I have taken so much time requesting finances. You know, I never do this. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think it's important. I think this is how the body of believers have to work. And uh, so I pray that you will respond, my listening audience. Well, now to our teaching. Are you a testimony? Well, dictionary definition says testimony is the evidence or proof provided by the existence or appearance of something. Scripture is the testimony of who God is. And what he has done. Scripture, God's testimony, is the evidence of God's faithfulness. The assurance of God's faithfulness gives us confidence and faith. As I read Scripture, I'm struck by God's faithfulness. Because of his faithfulness, I want to be faithful too. I want to have a testimony. I want to have written on my heart and, and and on my face my relationship with God so that others would see what God has done in me and God can do in them. You know, as we read, Exodus 31, about Shabbat, the Sabbath, God emphasizes the importance of testimony and faithfulness that should be in my heart. Exodus thirty one twelve and 13 say this, Then Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Speak now to B'nai Yisrael, saying, Surely you must keep my Sabbaths for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generation, so you may know that I am Adonai who sanctifies you. So it says must, and must is imperative. It means we've got to do it. God is requiring our faithfulness, and Shabbaton is the plural of Sabbaths, and it could refer to God's appointed times or it could refer to the Sabbaths, Uh, you know, the once a week Sabbaths, but of course the Sabbath is an appointed time with God and keeping the Sabbath is a sign. It is a testimony of our faithfulness to God. It's a testimony of to us. It's a, it's a testimony to our children. It's a testimony to many people who we come in contact with. And it's a tem- testimony to God as well. It is proof that we know and follow God. It is proof that we know we are sanctified by Him. And we talked about what sanctified means. It means set apart, made holy. You have to know that you are sanctified. You have to know that he did it for you. The Sabbath is so important to you because it is the sign. It is the testimony that you are sanctified. It's the proof And in verse 14, it says, therefore, you are to keep Shabbat because it is holy for you. Everyone who profanes it will die for whoever does any work during Shabbat. That soul will be cut off from the midst of his people. Whoa. What do you say to that? The Sabbath is to be holy for us, not just us to be holy for God. God made the Sabbath holy. Sabbath is set aside so it is sanctified, sanctified by God. And if we profane the Sabbath, which means disrespect it, which means by not keeping it, we will be cut off from our people. Our people, does this mean just Israel? No, because we know that uh, in Ephesians 2, it says that at that time you were separate from Messiah, this is verse 12, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Messiah Yeshua, you who were once far off have been, uh, have been brought near by the blood of the Messiah. So... I think that answers the question. You're part of the Commonwealth of Israel. And in Exodus 31, 15, it says, work is to be done for six days. But on the seventh day, it's a Shabbat of complete rest, holy to Adonai. Whoever does any work on the Shabbat will surely be put to death. Okay, so we're to work six days. That's part of our testimony: the seventh day, a complete rest, holy to Adonai. That's part of our testimony. By the way, you know, I should mention that the it was Saturday until roughly three twenty-one. Roman Empire Emperor Constantine the uh, used a civil decree making Sunday the day of rest from labor instead of Saturday. But uh, Saturday, the seventh day is still considered Shabbat. and And those of us who keep it, we should not criticize people who keep it on Sunday because, well, first of all, um, do messianics celebrate a 24 hour period? Well, we should, but do we is the question. Do we have complete rest? Well, John 8, 7 says, the sinless one among you, let him be the first to throw a stone at her, right? And James four seventeen therefore, whoever knows the right thing to do and does not do it, for him it's sin. I mean, the idea here is that we don't keep it as well as we should, right? So we shouldn't be after other people and tell them what to do. Exodus 31, 16 and 17. So B'nai Yisrael is to keep the Shabbat, to observe the Shabbat throughout their generations as a perpetual covenant. It is a sign between me and B'nai Yisrael forever. For in six days and I made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he ceased from work and rested. So the children of Israel are to keep the Sabbath. Many of you might not be Jewish. But remember what we said about being part of the Commonwealth of Israel doesn't mean you're Jewish, just means that you're part of the Commonwealth and uh, we are to keep the Sabbath. And it should be handed down to our children forever. That's part of our testimony. And our ceasing from work is part of our testimony. What if your work requires you to to work on Saturdays? Well, then take a Shabbat on Sunday or a different day. What is more important to God? The day that you're taking the Shabbat or having one? One day out of seven. It's we need to keep the spirit of Shabbat, and that will be a tremendous testimony. Remember, testimony is the evidence or proof provided by the existence or appearance of something. In Isaiah fifty-eight thirteen and 14, let's keep the theme of Shabbat within the testimony. If It says, if you turn back your foot from Shabbat, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call Shabbat a delight, The holy day of Adonai, honorable, if you honor it, not going your own ways, not seeking your own pleasure, not speaking your usual speech, then you will delight yourself in Adonai, and I will let you ride over the heights of the earth. I will feed you with the heritage of your father Jacob, for the mouth of Adonai has spoken. The word testimony is used in so many places. Sometimes it's a descriptive um, that we see like having to do with Shabbat. But other times it's used very literally, and it says in Exodus 30, 25, and 26, it will be holy anointing oil. You are to anoint the tent of meeting with it, the ark of the testimony. The ark of the testimony. This is the agreement m- between God and the children of Israel at Mount Sinai was called the Ark of the Testimony. It was the proof of the agreement. That's the testimony. Exodus 32, 15 and 16. Then Moses turned and went down from the mountain with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, tablets that were written on both sides, on one and, and on the other one. The tablets were the work of God and the writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. The tablets were evidence of God's work. The tablets were a testimony. When Moses smashed the tablets, he smashed God's testimony, which is why there needed to be a second set of tablets. Yeshua is the testimony. Evidence, proof of God's love. How's that for a quick segue? John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only and uh, his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates, that's the testimony, his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Messiah died for us then we receive the Holy Spirit so that we could be a testimony of Yeshua. Our testimony for Yeshua is shown by our lifestyle and words that openly acknowledge our personal experience and relationship from following Yeshua. Our testimony must be public because its purpose is to tell others what has happened to us. Our transformation is our testimony, our evidence to other people that Yeshua is alive and changing lives. Our testimony is in both words and actions. Our testimony should be a reflection of Yeshua as we follow in His footsteps. First Peter 2:21 says, "For you were called to this, because Messiah also suffered for you, leaving you an example, a testimony, so that you might follow in His footsteps." Our testimony is when we give others the grace of God and the love of God. 2 Corinthians 1.12, for our reason for boasting is this, the testimony of our conscience that we behaved in the world and most especially toward you with simplicity and godly sincerity, not by human wisdom, but by the grace of God. Isn't that great? And Matthew twenty two thirty seven through forty, and answering you know the, the the attorney, he said to him, You shall love Adonai your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The entire Torah and the prophets hang on these two commandments. The testimony is the evidence or proof provided by the existence of sin something one can see your testimony is evidenced by your faithfulness your faithfulness will give you confidence that you are not a hypocrite if you don't have a testimony when you when you receive Yeshua for the first time or you ask Yeshua to renew your relationship with him that will give you a testimony when Yeshua is Lord of your lives that's an amazing testimony. When we are led by the power of God's Spirit, that's an amazing testimony. When people see our transformation, that's an amazing testimony. When our desires become more godly and less worldly, that is also part of our testimony. We begin by receiving Yeshua into our hearts by faith. And if you on uh, listening to me on the radio here, if you would like to do that, say something like this, God, I'm sorry for my sins. God, I believe Yeshua is my Messiah and Lord and the atonement for my sins. God, I dedicate my life to you. If you said that prayer today, let me know because I would like to give you a great free gift, a new believer's Bible. This is a Bible that is special for People who don't really, uh, they're not familiar with God's Word or haven't used it before. It's it's for new believers. So call our office at 813-831-5673 or email me at rabbi at wordofmessiah.org. And I will more than happy send you free of charge this really great new believer's Bible. Okay? Amen. Well, this is the end of what we have today. consider sending us a gift, certainly to keep us on the radio, but more importantly, consider sending a gift to help Ukraine. Go to our website, org. click on contributions, then scroll down till you see Ukraine, check that box, and then put in the other information that you need to do, or simply call our office, 813-831-5673. Hey, I'd love to send $50,000 to help the people of Ukraine. Ukraine. Uh. Look, we can also come to your location and 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 do Passover. You can also register for our Passover. Call us at 813-831-5673. Don't forget, we love visitors. Bring people. You come. Bring others to one of our four locations. Check our website, org. I pray that all of you who are listening will grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah, and I pray this in the name of Yeshua, amen and amen.
0: You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.